Hi everyone, my name is Nessie. I am doing What's It Like? And this is my mom, Persis Sukmari Bandari. And she is Dr. Persis Bandari. Um, she's joining today to talk about what it's like to be a mom. So, Persis, I have a lot of questions for you. But first, let's start with who are you and what do you do? Yeah. My name is Persis Bandari. I am a clinical research scientist. Right now, I'm working in Novartis as an associate clinical development director. I work on global trials and one of the lung cancer drug development I'm involved in. Uh, I'm working on it and finding the efficacy and safety for the patient uh, safety and for their lives, the quality of life. We see all these um, cancer-suffering patients, uh, being children as well adults. So our main goal is to see and they have a quality life. They've been suffering all the way long on oncological drugs. So I'm in a pharma, uh, worked in uh, many ways. I worked on a bench on uh, drug development with cell culture and so from bench side to now bedside, our drug development is how the bedside innovations or the pathways which we found, how the drugs are being used on the patients, on the body signaling, how they treat the patient. We are doing that. That's awesome, mom. Now, how long have you been doing that? It's been like 20 plus years. Okay. And how long have you been a mom for? Mm, it's like uh, 31 years. Anna's 31? Yep. Wow. She's born in 1987. Oh my gosh. So, oh, um, hi Aga. So, mom, I have a couple questions for you uh, because I think it's really interesting um, the role of the mother and especially in our community and in our culture, what the mother means. So, what do you, if you could describe the role of a mother in three words, what would it be? Love, mm -hmm. patience, caring, sharing. Okay, I said three words, mom. Love. <laughs> you can't just go back to one word. Um, why do you think those three words? Because that three words are stronger, powerful, and they're forever. Love doesn't change. Love. Uh, when we see the child in our life, a new member in our life. All the days we were like a girl, uh, we enjoyed being daughter. And once we become mother, we see the reflections of uh, what we are in another newborn child. Mm -hmm. From there, the love starts taking care of the child, raising, planning, dreaming of a child and how to raise the child. Uh, it's a big part of mother's love which carries from day by day, grows, grows on the child. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to Bujeka, who's also an awesome mom. Um, what is the best... <laughs> well, mom, I have a lot of followers that, you know, so unfortunately, <laughs> to keep going. Okay, so those are some really powerful words. I think you embody a lot of those words, and I can see... I think in different stages of your motherhood that I have experienced, I can see sometimes you require more love, more patience, more understanding, right? So 
it's I think balancing those three words throughout the whole time of being a mom do you agree yeah of course that's so true so what do you think is the best part about being a mom best part of being a mom is like raising a child is raising a generation if you raise one child properly one child giving the responsibilities and training them what is needed in this earth on this earth in this world then one child can she'll be a model to another generation one generation we are bringing up one child so one child focusing on one child throughout is very needed like a professionally secularly spiritually religiously putting a lot of emphasis on different facets of being a mom it's a it's a big job and it leads a lot of sacrifice lot of focus lot of attention yeah so we may not express all the time being a mother because we have jobs we have cooking with all these things but back of our mind in our heart we we think oh my god i have to raise this child in a proper way or give me strength give me strength there are so many material things emotional things there with the mixed up things are there but in back of my mind i have a child and i'm responsible for it because one day uh, child uh, is a good or bad the turn out be irresponsible of mother so yeah like i personally don't understand the depth that people have when it comes to motherhood love it's like i want the person that i raised to be better than me and to do better than me so i i never understood that but i feel like you genuinely want the best for me and you want me to do better than you did and i think that's a really amazing skill that you have given me my whole life thank you good i appreciate that i appreciate <laughs> that you recognize that because my mother told uh, raised me like that my mom is a middle school teacher she always dreamt that i would be better than her higher educated than her high position than her so what all she did i was observing because um, coming from a middle class family she did a lot of sacrifices to me to uh, today whatever i am i am i my mom i remember my mom what she did mm. so that reflections i want to put on my chat so by looking at my grandma my mom i my mom always used to tell how she was brought up with her, her mother mm-hmm. because those days 1950s 1949 they had a plague and my grandma was a widow having seven children she how she was raised so on and off uh, when the time comes my mom used to say grandma used to do like this we used to walk we didn't have money we had party but today now they my mother was giving me good luck and i was thinking my mother comes from a very uh, very means a uh, lot of suffering struggle she been through but she's she's not allowing me to go through all this mm-hmm. whatever we, she had she gave me the best my she was a headmistress and my father was a little small job but i was in our community in my town i was the richest mm-hmm. and compared to my friends i was very low but uh, i felt that i was treated like a prince mm-hmm. and my mom always used to say education is a weapon nobody can steal other all things people can steal but if you have education quality character behavior nobody can steal mm-hmm. so um, her focus was that i should study well not to get distracted so education gives a good life 
that's the main principle mm-hmm. my mom taught me from the beginning and she used to always share her childhood so nowadays children don't have time to listen about our childhood stories but that that gives a lot of um, uh, for them to design their future yeah i think also i, I the weird thing about death is when people just die that's it right but i think like you've always showed st- stories about amama which means the grandmother in our language and about your life growing up i feel like we never really die right our legacy is just passed on with generations as we go on and things that i know about her and i think about like when i cook that your grandma used to cook too and i think i did i get it from her and it's like it's weird that we learn all these little skills all these little you know lessons and stories that get passed on and that's how we really leave a legacy and never really die you know because it's always alive yeah. in generations so what do you think you learned from your mom i learned my mom was first thing is to be very straightforward very mm-hmm. honest mm-hmm. very brief uh, honest in telling all the situation what's going on never hide from children what we are from where we came and what we are going to face uh, how to be responsible how to face the challenges um, i saw a lot of situations how my mom was doing she always portrayed that a strong woman mm-hmm. though she had stuff struggles and all all the way financially family wise Mm-hmm. but when she comes in front of me she used to be very strong because uh, my tomorrows depend on the confidence which my mother gives if she is friend, you know, like uh, very what to say sad all the time depressed all the time struggling all the time that i may not have a strong future planning yeah so so she always used to say god is there we are there so have faith in god be prayerful so spiritual and she always used to guide god is ultimate so whatever troubles are we first first prayer preference is to god then parents honor the mother and father so we had a great reputation uh, following from my grandmother mother myself and then i want to pass on to my next generation that is you and anna <laughs> yeah i think um the one thing that you've always taught me was to be strong no matter what and i i don't know in i don't want to generalize but a lot of a woman in our community they're like silently strong they're usually like you know let the husband or like let the man take over everything but you are always the first one to to drive to push other women and strengthen them and empower them that they could do it by themselves and you've always taught me that no matter what i'm capable of it so you know i'm really thankful for teaching me those things cuz it's not easy you know learning those things in being the outspoken one the strong one it's tough when you're in, when you're in that kind of role yeah means situation makes people situation makes uh, to be strong we can't be back off uh, sometimes when you're strong we are well, individual people we need to face to Uh, individually always the family will be there sometimes in situations where we have to stand alone and um, produce out what we have what we learned what we know mm-hmm. so if the situation tough situation come we we just can't uh, get back and say oh it's not for me i can't do it that kind of feeling my mother mom never taught me mm-hmm. uh, there were situations moving to this country coming all alone um but 
pray i can stay bottom line in my life to be stronger or face all these situations is my mom taught me great faith to put on god to pray god can deal god we have a god who is god of impossibility so there tough situation but god is there you believe god and do impossible things also he help you to make it possible yeah so you spoke on you know trusting and and being strong through tough times i could not think of a more tough time than leaving your entire family and friends going to a foreign country and just trying to make it how did you how is a sacrifice as a mother and as an immigrant double than what a, like a, a regular mom was going through it, it was a huge thing it's all of a sudden because uh, i never expected i never dreamt because my childhood uh, it's an impossible it's a never dream that flying in airplane and going leaving my country i never i never thought but uh, god allowed it in his time it was a big change and it i was very excited but my mom was not happy because i'm the only daughter and all her, all her life along she was only dreaming that i i we i will be with her in her old days in old age and when our decision just even to move out from our hometown uh, she was very heartbroken yeah uh, we from kazipet then we moved to hyderabad when we decided to move to hyderabad she couldn't take it but she, um, that was a hard decision but um, uh, like in indian community tradition is when we girls get married they have to leave the parents house so um, it was a hard decision on both of us i was very attached to my mom but it was a hard decision because i have to go with my husband and lead my family mm-hmm. and i have to learn how to face the challenges i know i have to know how to take decision mm-hmm. i cannot be all the time like depending on my mother to take a important decision so mm-hmm. uh, two children then i moved from Because there you had us already when you before you moved to america right yeah and you moved all by yourself how long were you in new orleans by yourself i uh, in 97 june i left i had to leave from new zealand to india from india to america so that is all a big story to tell long along but i got a post doctoral position at new orleans and it is a hard decision to leave uh, my like you were 5 years old mm-hmm. and now and bring you and anna so i have to leave you both at my parents house mm-hmm. and then it is so hard on me but i was only focusing that i god will give a better future a quality life then there i will be able to help the community in the church and my parents little bit a good life because in my hometown i was the only phd and doctorate so so when god is giving opening a way uh, my mom was very much against even to do a phd <laughs> father encouraged me a lot my father was really 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 he was my lost strong support and uh, he wanted me to go abroad and study and be a good name so he he promised me that he would take care of my children don't worry i am here please go we will be but as a mom but did you feel like how did you feel as a mom leaving your children because i don't know if any mom i don't know if me if i was to be a mom if i could leave my child for 2 years with my family you know 
yeah it was very hard but you know um, i had a like more than me my parents will take care of my children that assurance i had mm-hmm. biologically um, they the love the trust they gave me mm-hmm. so i didn't bother my but i was having giving but they are in better hands god is there my parents are there my relatives are there they all will take care uh, i will go and then i'll bring back my children that was my confidence did you miss but us every day every day i had very hard bad nights tearfully praying to god saying god mm, i had a, a hard time in new orleans all alone when in thanksgiving all left only i was in only the building in the new place it was really a tearful weekend mm, i was really sad sad I had a photo. I have a picture in my purse every day. I used to see that picture and ask God, God, one day bring me my children. We all live together. Mm-hmm. And my sacrifice, I'm doing all these tearful nights, not eating. So, so many things. I can't tell all the things in this whole life. Mm-hmm. But I really thank God. God was always with the, me and my mom used to call me all. We had a prepaid $10 card. Mm-hmm. So every day she she assured me that you were fine. It was very hard as a mother to leave you and come. I I miss all that cuddling and thinking of you small. You're talking. Mm-hmm. It was very hard for me, but um, it was heavy, heavy in my. But my focus was I came here. I want to achieve something. I want to make my parents proud because my parents to make them happy was my whole mod theme of my life. I always want my my parents to be very happy and satisfied. And so, that's what my father told me when he passed away. He told me you made me happy, papa. So that uh, that statement is enough for my life that I have made them happy. That's good. Now, I I'm very proud of you, so that's always a great thing. Um for me, and I was I remember the very few memories I have of India is like I saw pictures of you guys. I remember I didn't really have memories of you guys before that. I just when I first came to America, I was like, what are they going to be like? Cuz I had no idea. Yeah, that one day you told me after uh, 99, 99 April or something. Mm-hmm. I left you at um, two years, almost two years I left to 97 and 98, 99. So mm-hmm. we used to talk every week. I used to talk to you. You used to talk to me. But one day you said, "Mommy, I forgot how you look like." That broke my heart into pieces. Mm-hmm. She forgot me how I look like. Then I said, "She should not forget now. Whatever, whatever it is, she should be with me." Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it, that's a really heartbreaking thing to hear is that your daughter doesn't recognize you or doesn't remember you. Yeah, because I left you in '97, and it is every day we used to talk, and every week we used to talk. But those days we didn't have iPhone, no FaceTime, no WhatsApp. <laughs> If it, these all things would be there, would be there. I think that till today you would be there. You want to leave me in India for that long? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I don't know if I could survive. Then I decided. Then I said, no matter what, then I arranged, and then I got you here. So that was a big day. Yeah. Um so what do you think is the worst part or the hardest part of being a mom? 
hardest part for being mom is when we when children sometimes don't understand what we are going through they misunderstand mm-hmm. and sometimes we may be struggling and we may not giving you the life which you are expecting when you see other kids you will be comparing children will be comparing oh why am why am here because of these parents sometimes children sometimes i think it's cruelly they sent those kind of sentences heard from a lot of my friends children too sometimes oh why we are in this family bond like that's very you think hard. the comparing would is the hardest part is you don't think you can't give them everything yeah some day mm-hmm. when they misunderstand or understand our situations mm-hmm. but parents always give the best they yeah. don't have they don't keep anything for themselves they give everything to the children <laughs> in their capacities in their abilities but children's expectations are more then it is that is a very sad part uh, so that's why parents we all sh- always i think we should tell the situations how all the positive things and make them to uh, count their blessings yeah uh, not compare people who are higher than them uh, it's like comparing children in academics and education you can compare why can't i do like that i i can do because of my age but you should not always compare in the riches which are immaterial to us and then feel bad and then uh, uh, misunderstand parents and mistreat the parents in their um, giving back their love or their respect and on oh what did you do? i heard like that kind of things that is very sad i think so yeah i mean for me i don't think i ever really yeah you never did you never did i know you always appreciated what was given to you <laughs> well, can finish this. i just don't think i ever really felt the need i never felt like i needed things as a kid like i mean i would i would cry for stuff at the supermarket cuz i was just a brat but i never really feel like oh man i i don't have what i want like you always made me feel like i had everything you know that's good to know that that's good to know thank you Yeah, so I'm really thankful for that. Um so what advice would you give to new moms? Or even to the younger version of yourself as a mom? The younger version of uh, uh, what I need to want to say always is spending more time with the children as they're growing and uh, cheering them up and increasing their and encouraging them. applauding them for whatever they do and correcting them in a loving way and sharing whatever is going on with them truthfully honestly and in a positive way in, uh, not to have the some people some parents think that telling everything we should not break their small heart but that is not true If the more you are clear and transparent with it and then that's what i i feel spend more time share everything truly and have a good relationship honest relationship that mm-hmm. is a very quality life and make a friendly relationship with the children at a certain see when you are small you were like we had like thing but as you grew as you grow uh, girls or boys whatever whoever it may be but they, they are the our friends the first friends at home is our children Mm-hmm. so friends don't have any barriers or any 
um, what to say, certain things to tell, certain things. The friends are more open. Mm-hmm. They take whatever situations they are. They understand. They cheerfully, they're confident, good times, bad times. We are more depending on friends than relatives. Yeah. So, so friendship is, uh, we have to create a friendship environment between parents and children. Mm-hmm. So then we will not have any uh, conflicts or uh, I don't know exact word what to say. Yeah, I think our relationship, I don't know how it happened, but in the beginning it was like mom and daughter, which we still are, but... I think somehow in like middle school and high school it shifted into like us being friends like it started becoming friends and like now I call you all the time and like I I think of you as one of my closest friends and like before I do anything I have to think about what you think or not in in like a dip like back in the day I used to think what my mom say you know she'll be happy or not and it would make me like make me a lot of anxiety but now it's like, well, what would mom say? I want to make her happy. And it's like more like a friend. Like you're getting their recommendation. You're getting their like, it's not like I feel like, oh my God, my mom's going to hate me if I don't do this. But I think our relationship is unique because a lot of, I think a lot of Indian kids don't get to have that with their parents. I think it's very closed off and it's very like two separate worlds, you know, like who the kid really is and then who the kid is in front of the mom. So how do you think we achieve that in our friendship? I think you were the best part. You were a good counselor. Even your youngest age, you used to talk very reasonably when in a situation with um, your brother and myself. You used to talk very, um, very thoughtful. You were understanding and reasonable. Mm. So the way you framed the sentence and made me to talk, I felt, oh, this girl is really a good counselor. So many times I was to know mom. You used to come up with a nice thought, so explaining to me. Then I was thinking that is a good the, so that I can open up to her, tell my situation. There were so many, so many situations we were going through. Mm-hmm. Is but I think uh, mother can be like uh, open to give time to children and take their opinions, and then together uh, we can break so many uh, emotional walls in the family. Like that, we can have a good friendship. And children also, they can, they will be open up to the parents because they will be not be any things that can hide from parents. Whatever yeah. you, my yeah. mom would talk this. Do whatever you do, but let me know. I don't want a third person tell me that we have seen your daughter there. <laughs> or something. So wherever you go, whatever you do, I must know first. I'm not a bad mother. I'm not straight. I'm straight. I told you some rules, but. I don't want a third person to tell me which I don't, I'm aware of. So I told the same thing to you guys too. Do whatever it is. Do right thing. But if you are doing before that, let me know that I should not know. Yeah, so I, I think. The way. Mm-hmm. Go, ahead. Go ahead. So I think our friendship really started when I was trying to be honest with you. And the more I was honest with you, the more closer we got. Just because, you know, I just, this is the truth. This is who I am. Whether you like it or not, this is, I just, I hated lying to you as a kid just because it just wasn't honest and it wasn't me and it wasn't doing anything, you know, just, and being honest with you opened up this whole other side of our relationship and being able to send cards to you and share things with you and 
be honest about what I was going through really. And you were honest about your struggles in your life rather than just being like, everything's perfect. I'm perfect, blah, 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 you know? And so because we both were honest, I feel like it really opened up our relationship to having a deeper meaning friendship. Yes, I I uh, agree with that. That is being both the parties should be honest to each other so that we can trust. Trust is also important. And also I remember you wrote a lot of books to me. So 101 reasons why I love you. That oh, book yeah. I have. Mm-hmm. Huh? I'm very romantic. I, I was like, how patient she is so much. So Every page has one reason why you love me. So... I love that book. So children also should express to parents saying that why they love. And and also you always used to say, I love you, mom, every day, every day. I said, I, I wouldn't say, okay, mommy, you should say I love you too in the bag. So you taught me that. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's a good, that's because good. Indian mothers, we don't do that. Indian mothers don't hear parents, children telling all the time, I love you, I love you. That's one good thing gave me really. I have one child who loves me, that gives me confidence, who loves to call to me and I talk to me. Mm, that really, also when I call Anna, he doesn't take phone. So I used to tell to daddy, see, I'll call my daughter now, she picks up phone. My phone, she never takes He's on Instagram, so he'll see this, but yeah. Um, no, he's, he loves you very much. He's just is a dude, so he's not very good at explaining things. So I think for me, um, yeah... I also, I'm realizing now, uh, I'm also realizing now that you can only do, you can only give what you were given, right? So maybe your parents weren't expressive about love or weren't expressive with hugs and, you know, being very compassionate. I mean, they were great parents, but maybe they never had that. And so they can only give you what they had. So you gave me what you could. And I have to learn... Like, I would compare all my white the American parents are, like, hugging their kids and then they're taking them, doing all these things. And I'm like, why am I not getting this? And so I ha- I, it took me a long time to realize I can't compare you to their standards because they didn't have, they didn't, they were raised completely differently. And so were you. And your parents, like you said, went through plagues and went through all kinds of tough times in India. So there wasn't always time to express feelings. There wasn't always time to share and to be loving and kind and all this stuff. You know, they they gave love in other ways, like feeding people or like before you leave, put a jacket on. Those are ways you can love someone, right? So I think you did the best you could with what you had, right? Yes. I strive to do best to my children that they should not feel that they are missing anything. Mm-hmm. I spent time and what was there, new country, new knowledge, techniques, we have to learn, invest our time, we didn't have a green card, visa. These all struggles are apart from that. I have to focus on your welfare, your um, mm-hmm. raising up and protection, safety. That was a big burden. Yeah. But uh, 90%, I think, understanding and our little bit of time we had, but it was very valued and and thanks to I am always thankful to my children who understood that the immigrant responsibilities we had to show in a secular life in profession, taking care of you, spending time was minimum, limited. But in that limited also, we were happy, whatever we had. Yes. That's what. Being happy in the limited. That's true. That's very true. It's 
you know, with what we're given to make the best, the most of it and to enjoy um, whatever time we have with each other, right? And what we're given. So, well, mom, it's been a great interview so far. Thank, Thank you, you for coming on and sharing what it's like to be a mom and what it's like to be an immigrant mom because I think that is really the ultimate um, feat of life. So thank you for coming in and sharing. Oh, it's, you're muted. I can't hear you. What'd you say? Oh, bye. Thank you, Nisi, for calling me on this and sharing some views what I had. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing that I was able to share and I was able to hear what you were feeling too after a long time. Thank you. <laughs> well, I love you, Mom, very much. And um, happy Mother's Day. Love you Day. too. <laughs> okay, and happy Mother's Day and uh, stay safe. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. I love you. Well, I love you.